today's episode of Juicing the Numbers. I'm your host, Joshua Tracy. And I am Corwin Heller. And uh, I have no idea what we're talking about today. Uh, Corwin, why don't you fill me You came up with today's topic. Why don't you fill me in? We have reversed roles, so I am not walking into this blind anymore. Today is Josh's turn to just walk into the absolute... Yeah, YouTubers react, podcasters react. Um, So I figured since college football is starting up tomorrow, I figured why not have this be the best time. Actually, when you're listening to this, it's today. No, it's this. It's already <laughs> happened. College football is already here. Fuck. Um, so I figured, why not go over the rankings for the top 25? Do a little preseason rankings uh, for AP coaches and my own rankings and just talk about some teams. Speaking of uh, of uh, preseason rankings, Corwin. Yeah. You know what I did last night? I don't. Uh I was a I was a guest on our on our friend our friend show Sports Trebuchet, mm. uh, which dropped this past Friday, cause, which is the day we're, we're recording on Friday, but it dropped on Friday a few days ago. Definitely check it out. It's a long one, but it's worth it. I promise. We go over a lot of stuff. We did the NFL preview. Ayo. So, uh, and we we talked a little bit. Well, they talked a little bit about college football, and I don't know anything about that. So. Now you can inform me even further. All right. I didn't get to the part in the episode where they talk about college football yet, so I don't know what I will be reiterating. Oh, but it fuck it. Much. You, right. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. So before we jump into this, do you know what the AP and coaches poll are? AP coaches poll? There's two I know polls. it's an Associated there's, Press. There's an AP poll, the okay. Associated Press. All the uh, media guys uh, and publications vote. Not vote, but they have ballots, and it's their consensus ranking. And then the coaches poll is all of the head football coaches in college football, FBS, uh, do their rankings, and it ends up that way. They do it every week. Um, So it used to be where the AP poll was the law of the land. Now it's the college football playoff committee doing theirs. But that doesn't start until week seven, week eight of the college football season so until then we're just stuck with ap coaches and i figured might as well throw my hat into the ring and just see what we can do about it okay lay it on me so i figured i might as well lay out what the ap and coaches poll like what they have it's you know fairly similar for 90 percent of it Uh, how many how many coaches like like how do how many coaches do they actually rank uh they don't rank the coaches they rank the teams how many teams? Uh, sorry, yeah, how, yeah. Many, how many teams do they rank? Uh, twenty-five. Okay, okay. So it's a top twenty-five, and then they'll have you know the honorable mentions, next team in type deal at the bottom. I didn't do that because it's fucking preseason, and all of the teams I don't care about. Fair. Um, so starting off at number one, defending national champion, the Clemson Tigers. That's everybody's pick. Um, then we have Alabama, Georgia. Well done. Roll Tide around the bowl and down the hole. Roll Tide roll. <laughs> Lick your sister's hole. <laughs> oh, God damn. I'm not going to repeat that one. So we have Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, LSU, Louisiana State. Then we have Michigan, Florida, Notre Dame, Texas, Oregon, Texas A&M, Washington. And then AP and coaches are split at 14 and 15. It's either Penn State and Utah at whichever spot then we have auburn ucf 
And then now at 18, things split off completely. So AP poll has Michigan State, Wisconsin, Iowa, Iowa State, Syracuse, Washington State, Nebraska, and finally Stanford. While the coaches poll has Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan State, Washington State, Syracuse, Stanford, Iowa State, and Northwestern. So fairly similar for all intents and purposes. They're extremely similar polls. They do the same thing. Nothing to write home about. Okay. I figured I'm smarter than everyone else. I should do my own poll because it'll be better. I know how this feels. Exactly. So I went. Somebody say how that's that's how the show got started. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, almost. Yeah. Uh, we have been so nostalgic these past couple days. We really have. So I'm going to go through my teams one by one. I did this this morning, right as I woke up. So it may be get a little weird because fucking I get loopy before I have my coffee in the morning. That's fine. If you ever have anything to say or any questions to ask, please feel free to comment. I'll try. Leave your comments, questions, or concerns at the link in the description below. Uh, do we actually have links on our podcast descriptions? Yeah, we actually do. Thanks for, for being an involved member of the show <laughs> and uh, knowing that. Uh, you're <laughs> welcome. So starting off, number one. You gave me shit like two days ago for still not having down like the, all the subscribe bullshit at the end. Listen. And you have not checked Listen. the description for our episodes to see the links. Listen, I checked the most recent one because I figured, why not? Let's check it out. And I forgot that we had links there. I was just making sure and reminding our viewers. Not viewers. They don't watch us. They listen to us. Our listeners. Sorry, guys. Get on with it. Yeah, whatever. All right, number one. Who do you think I got? For um, ranking? Yeah. I'm going to say you didn't pick Clemson, and I'm going to say you, you picked Bama. I did pick Bama. You know me so well. Yeah. Alabama. Well, I, also, I, think, I think you and I are very um, astute when it comes to not always buying into hype don't believe the hype i think we're both naturally skeptic yeah so go with the proven asset which tends to be bama (laughs) undisputed deepest roster with top talent at every position group at alabama that's the only description i wrote for them because it's so true like they are the proven factor um there's a reason they are the best in the land nick saban is nick saban They've got Tua Tungavailoa at quarterback. They have far and away the best wide receiving core in the country, uh, led by Jerry Judy, who's the top prospect in next year's draft. I really hope they call him Judge Judy. That would be really fucking fun. That would be amazing. That would be. Um, make kangaroo court so much better. The fact that he's going to make like a fifth of what Judge Judy makes in a year is also hilarious. You ever and seen Judge Judy just standing around? She's so small. Is she really? Yeah, dude, she's like five foot. I don't believe you. She's really tiny. Just a little Jewish lady from the Bro- from Brooklyn. It's no wonder you love her so much. I love her. Do you just? I feel like your best friend in the next like fifteen years is just going to be some old Jewish lady that you happen to live next to. It's just going to be my grandma. All right, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean they've got a great offensive line uh, with. I want to say his name is Alex Leatherwood, Leatherneck. It's a fucking dope-ass wow, offensive a, line name. That's yeah. an 80s porn name. Oh, God, yeah. Alex, Alex Leatherwood. Leatherwood. <laughs> <laughs> Their defensive line is an Alabama Crimson Tide defensive line. It's fantastic. Um, their linebackers are fantastic, led by um, a guy named Moses, uh, which is fucking dope. 
um, all around. They're just the best team in the land. They're the prettiest team. They have the nicest hair. <laughs> they get the best girls. They have the biggest dicks. See, I wasn't going to go there. I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Um, I th- the only th- I, Wow, that was a sentence. I think the only reason they are not the consensus number one team in the land right now is because they lost the national championship game last year to Clemson. Um, so let's move on to number two. I hate that real quick, though. I hate what? that. How the, that, na- the uh, like returning national champion always gets the number one. Yeah, because the thing about playoffs is that the sample size is just so – even for football, mm-hmm. like where the regular especially season doesn't have a football. big sa- sample yeah. size, like the playoffs especially, it's a lot of randomness. It's a lot of randomness. It's, and you can very, very reasonably say that the best team does not always win. Oh, totally. Like the Seattle Mariners in 01. That, that, that team won the most games in baseball history and didn't – they didn't win the World Series. Every March Madness, every year. Yeah, it happens <laughs> all the time. So like, it seems, I mean, on the one hand, like I can kind of understand why you're going to pick in some way, maybe or at least bump up the team that just won the championship a little bit. But the fact that people are just like are all out always blowing on the team that just won whatever championship when so much of the playoffs comes down to like, being hot for two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, or or, or or busting out some lucky ass bullshit in I mean, thirty minutes. To be fair, Clemson went undefeated last year. Don't get me no, wrong. No, no, yeah, like, like yeah, yeah no, I, I, I still get it. You know, I still, I do still get it. But like, I don't know. I feel like just the fact that you won shouldn't be the end all be all for like. All right, now you're number right. one coming into the next season. Exactly. Uh, spoken like a true college football fanatic that hates everything about college football. Love to see it. So do you think I have a number two? Number two, I think you're going to have Clemson. Damn, you are smart today, sir. I'm I have Clemson. Um, they're the returning national champion. <laughs> you know, I don't know if we mentioned this already. We may have gotten into it a little bit. I just think that their trenches, their offensive and defensive line are just not up to par the way they were. Well, their offensive line has kind of always been not great. Uh, I don't think they've had an offensive lineman drafted in the past like four or five years. Like, that's a big deal, especially for a team that's won two of the last three national titles. Um, they have a very young defensive line. They have a lot of talent there. That's just very unproven because of how deep and talented their defensive line was last year. Um, but they have more question marks than Alabama does. I think Trevor Lawrence is the better quarterback. I think Travis Etienne is the better running back um, than Najee Harris for Alabama. I just, the wide receivers aren't, are very good. Justin Ross and T Higgins are, you know, they're two of the top six wide receivers in the country, which is nuts. Um, I just think Alabama has that more complete full group. Um, and I just think Clemson has just a couple more question marks around their team than Alabama does. So moving on to number three, I feel like you won't be able to guess this one just because I don't think you are going to... It's not anything crazy. I just don't think you're going to guess where my head's at. LSU. Incorrect. Damn it. I was you really little ho- bitch. Was hoping. LSU's coming up. Don't worry. I have Georgia, just like everybody else does. Um I think Jake Fromm can't get no respect. Can't get no much respect. All my life, no respect. 
you looked like you were going to say something there, but you did. I was trying to come up with a Rodney Dangerfield quote, and I just didn't have anything. I'm and I'm really ashamed of myself. Yeah, I would be too. He's he's the guy. Oh, Dangerfield! Oh, yeah. Fucking hell yeah! So what? So let's dance. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Uh, as much as I love Rodney Dangerfield, Jake Fromm, the dude is just a winner. He's a gamer. Um, I first saw him on the show QB1, which I recommend everybody watches. Him and uh, Tatham, Tate Martell, um, which we will get into later on in this episode because it's fucking hilarious and I love talking about him. Um, but he is a great player. He's being cast as kind of a game manager going into the draft next year. And I think that really sells him short and doesn't really provide the right picture for what he can do on the field. Um, yes, I'll give them that, that his arm strength isn't all worldly like uh, people want it to be. He's still a great quarterback. Um, Georgia, as good as their team is, I think they're still on the outside looking in in most people's eyes. And I think they have everything they need other than the proof that they belong in this top group. So moving on, the next two teams are very similar in my book. Uh, At number four, I have Ohio State, the Buckeyes, the Fuckeyes. Uh, They have all the talent in the world. Their recruiting has been phenomenal. Their coaching is phenomenal. Uh, Urban Meyer is out and Ryan Day is in, but I don't think that's going to be much of a change, like uh, some people are saying at least. Uh, And they have Justin Fields coming in, who is just – he should be really good. Um, he was the number two overall player in the recruiting class two years ago. Uh, he was number basically 1B along with Trevor Lawrence, who is the best quarterback in the country. Um, dual threat guy, can run the ball, can throw the ball deep, great accuracy. I think he's going to be a fantastic quarterback. I don't just think that because he was committed to Penn State for over a year and I am extremely butthurt over it, but... It's Ohio State. They're going to win a lot of football games. It's really just, is Justin Fields going to be a Heisman contender or not? That's really all it comes down to. Okay. Next up at number five, we have Oklahoma. If you replace that entire segment with Jalen Hurts, replace Justin Fields with Jalen Hurts, and you have Oklahoma. Um, Jalen Hurts. Come sweeping down the plains. <laughs> Granted, Jalen Hurts has won national championships at Alabama, and he has a track record of being a winner, all that. I don't think the actual skill of passing is where... Jesus, I just cannot talk today. Happens every time where I, I have to say, talk a lot. You say that every single Every single time yeah. I have to talk about information for any extended period, I just completely collapse, which is fine. Um, so yeah, Jalen Hurts, not the same passer that, um, Dwayne Haskins was last year or that a guy like Justin Fields is, but Lincoln Riley is an actual miracle worker. And as much as I don't like Jalen Hurts as a quarterback, I think it would be dumb not to put money money on him to win the Heisman and go first overall in next year's draft. Wow. Okay. I mean, he did it with Baker Mayfield. He did it last year with Kyler Murray. Why not have a three-peat? Who who's gonna take him first overall in the draft? What team? The fucking the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants for sure. Are you telling me Daniel Jones isn't gonna be their savior? Listen, we'll talk about this for the preseason episode, like I said last week or last episode. I don't know what day it is anymore. Uh he's looked really good. 
not just in the box score, but on the field, Daniel Jones has looked fucking sharp. <laughs> and, and in the locker room. And um, I am not ready to denounce my statements against him and eat hot shit, but, you know, we'll see. Um, yeah, so top five, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Nothing crazy there. Next up, you want to take a wild guess at who this is? LSU. Yeah, you knew it. On top of things I'm so today, smart. Josh. Three for four. Um, hey, that's a 750 bat- batting average right there. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty yeah. good. That'll put you in the Hall of Fame real quick. It's a good cup of coffee. Yeah, exactly. A little can of corn. Uh, LSU. <laughs> <laughs> uh, LSU, their defense is going to be scary good. Uh, led by Grant Delpit, uh, the best defensive prospect, I think, in the class at safety. Dude's on par, if not better, than Jamal Adams was coming out of LSU. Now you shut your whore mouth. I'm saying that to you specifically just to tell you how good this Grant Delpit guy is. Jamal Adams, phenomenal prospect, phenomenal player. This guy is all that, if not more. Let's draft him. Go Jets. Yeah. Why not have you know Jamal Adams, Marcus May, and Grant Delpit? We're going to reinvent the defense where it's like three linemen and then eight safeties. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate zone coverage. <laughs> that would be the greatest thing ever put on a football field. It'd be amazing. Uh, beautiful. Yeah, like, 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 you know, like three or four safeties would blitz, like two would go back on the wide receivers. Like, they'd just be mayhem. Uh, just a bunch of athletic dudes doing whatever they really want to do. I don't know what would happen. I can't imagine it would be good. It would be great. Oh, God. They would get burnt on so many long balls and just, like, run up the gut. It Like, it's just too much. No, it would be perfect. It would be absolute right. perfect. We'll imagine see. imagine defense of, like, just three dudes up front and then eight Jamal Adamses. I'll call up Todd Bowles down in uh, Tampa Bay. I think he's in Tampa Bay. Yeah, he's in Tampa Bay. Um, And we'll just have him let loose with that defense. Because, you know what? They got nothing to lose down there. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Why not? Uh, where the fuck were we? You just at LSU. Oh, right. Grant Delpit. Defense will be scary good. Joe Burrow, their quarterback. So his his, his name is Joe Ass. Yeah, pretty much. All right. And Joe Buck. like it. Um, he actually is from Ohio State, transferred over last year, was pretty good. He just doesn't have the ceiling that other top five teams have with their quarterback, I think. As much as LSU really is desperate for a good quarterback, I don't think he's the answer quite yet. Uh, I think he's going to be real good with them. It's just I don't think he's going to take them to the title game. Next up at 7, we have the Texas Longhorns. Fucking hook them. They're my dark horse national champion Are contender. Those, who's the Aggies? Texas A&M. And you said the Texas? Longhorns. Long University Long. of Texas Okay. versus Texas A&M. Okay. And then there's also Texas Tech. Is there Texas PM? There's just AM. Just AM. Oh, yep. Damn. Uh, it's Texas agriculture dark. and machine bull riding. Yeah, machine bull riding. That is it. Texas <laughs> agriculture and we machine grow bull corn riding. and ride bulls. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm very actually interested to see what it is. So if you want to look that up, yeah, I got you. So that I can keep talking poorly. Uh, yeah, Texas. They're my dark dark horse national champion. Texas contender. S&M. Yes. <laughs> Very much so, yes. <laughs> to all my cousins, all two of you that went to Texas A&M, I'm not sorry. Why should you be? Yeah, I'm not. Um, 
their quarterback, Sam Rellinger, is basically Tim Tebow. If that uh, oh, so like a pretty okay baseball player, pretty okay baseball player, hitting under the Mendoza line, also kind of good at football. Agricultural and mechanical college, not bull riding, just not mechanical. Just college. mechanical. Yeah. Damn, we were so close. I like Texas S and M better. I agree. Yeah, Texas BDSM. Ooh. So we'll talk about Texas A and M later on. I thought you said we're going to talk about Texas BDSM later on. I was uh, like, damn, Corwin. Which we risky. absolutely will. Uh, as soon as we stop recording, we're going to get deep into that. Yeah, my Google um, search is about to get very intense. So they are probably, I know people talk about Penn State being a cult, which I 100% buy into. It is. Don't get me wrong. Yes. It is a cult. Texas A&M is like Scientology or Penn State's like Reformed Church. Texas A&M is fucking psycho, dude. What if I, what, how about Texas A&M Scientology and then um, uh, Penn State's like Jehovah's Witnesses? Yeah, that actually does make a lot more sense. Yeah. Because, um, like, they're friendly. They're weird, but they're friendly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're the friendliest people around, but we're not We're not crazy crazy the way Texas A&M is yeah, crazy. Yeah, we just, like, don't believe in blood transfusions and birthdays ain't real. Yeah, but, you know, everybody's <laughs> wearing fucking cowboy boots and military uniforms, and if you're not wearing a class ring, then you are excommunicated from the And the college. leader's wife is totally fine. Like, don't even yeah. ask. She's good. <laughs> she's, she's good, man. Real oh, long vacation. Great. Yeah. Doesn't have a phone. Can't talk to her, but she's okay. She, yeah, she's having a ball. You know, I think she's somewhere in Maui. She's fucking <laughs> Look amazing. at this clearly not Photoshopped picture of the two of us on Christmas Day. We're the cutest couple ever. I love her so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving Top on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, I got Florida. They got a great group of defensive backs. Uh led by Chris Henderson. They have a highly underrated quarterback in Felipe Franks, which is a, a fan- great name. fantastic name. Oh, that's a perfect baseball Love name, it. too. Shut up. I have another one of those later. Really? Yeah. Oh, this is great. Oh, God. <laughs> I literally have a comment that says 80-grade SEC quarterback name. <laughs> um, I will give the listeners some guesses if you want to tweet at me right now and let me know who you think that SEC quarterback is with an 80-grade SEC quarterback name. Go to town. Um, but yeah, Felipe Franks, he's actually pretty fucking good. And people are like, nah, he plays for Florida. He sucks dick. Um, Florida State, like the Gators? Florida. Florida Gators. Florida State okay. is the Seminoles. Different oh, team. God, I do this every time that, the, yep. that Florida comes out. University of Florida, and then uh, that's in Gainesville, and then in Tallahassee, there's Florida State, and they're the Seminoles. Okay. And they are not in the top 25 because they suck dick. Good. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't see Florida finishing atop the SEC. I think they're going to give the top teams, though, some serious struggles in those games. Uh, Next up at number nine, we have Oregon. We got the Mighty Ducks. They got the best offensive line in football this year. They got a future top five pick in Justin Herbert. Only thing holding them back is a very injured group of receivers. Um, Their top guy, top healthy guy right now is Juwan Johnson. Former Penn State receiver who just transferred out there this year. Sad face emoji. Fucking whatever. I'm not hurt by it. I don't care. I'm moving on. Next up at number 10, we have the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, They are losing so many key parts of their defense. And Shea Patterson just hasn't lived up to even half of what his potential was down at Ole Miss. Um, And my bold prediction is that Harbaugh is going to be on the hot seat this year if they continue to disappoint. 
Um, they've just done a they've just done a whole bunch of nothing since he's started. Um, can't beat Ohio State, which is fucking hilarious to me. Michigan man, they just they fucking suck. Um, Notre Dame at number eleven. They basically are who they are every year. They have really good offensive linemen. They have really good tight ends. Their quarterback's always a giant question mark, and it is this year. And another bold prediction, not really a bold prediction, just bold statement. I think Brian Kelly is a fucking snake oil salesman, their head coach. <laughs> okay. I don't know how he still has a job there. The dude disappoints every single year. Great recruiting. Great at recruiting. Does all that and then just takes a hot shit on the face of every <laughs> Notre Dame fan. I mean, isn't Notre Dame like a Catholic university? I'm sure it he's is. got pictures of kids, someone touching kids somewhere, you know? Listen, I'm a Penn State student, Penn State diehard fan. I do not want to get into this conversation. Whatever you want to say, though, feel free. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, you know, like the we know how the church loves touching kids. And this is, I mean, Notre Dame, they named after a church. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's a Catholic private school. I'm just saying. I wouldn't send my kid to camp there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. We're bad people. I'm doing okay. All right. I'm going to give you one guess who I have at number 12. It's a very specific number to give me a guess. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> uh, Penn State. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have Penn State higher than most people because I'm a fucking homer and I will admit it openly. I did the same with the Jets and Sports Championship the other day. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I mean, I wanted to put Penn State in the top ten. Uh, I absolutely wanted to put them above Michigan and Notre Dame. But you should have like, you should have made like top ten A, top like number ten A, number ten B. So they're technically in the top ten, right. you know. I do think Penn State will finish above Notre Dame and Michigan. I just needed to not be a homer for like a minute, so I could put them at twelve. They have an exciting freshman QB, check. Dynamic group of offensive weapons, check. Linebacker group reminiscent of Linebacker University, check. All-around stout defense with young key contributors, check. Severe concern over play calling and coaching that will give me absolute fucking panic attacks, check. Did you write the word check, by the way? I did. I wrote it on every single one of those. (laughs) I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Fuck you. I don't care. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Sean Clifford's going to be starting for us at quarterback this year. I think he is the truth. Um, He has looked sharp in his limited time coming off the bench, which isn't always easy to do, kind of like a relief pitcher coming in without much of a warm-up. Our running back, Ricky Slade, is... Five-star guy, top running back in his That's class. That's WWE name right there. Ricky Slade. Oh, yeah. He's good. I think he's next in line uh, behind, you know, Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders. Ricky Slade's the next guy up, fitting that mold. K.J. Hamler and Justin Shorter at wide receiver are going to be the guys. Pat Fryermuth at tight end was a fantastic true – yeah, Fryermuth. What the fuck kind of name is that? Massachusetts boy. What can you say? I don't know, man. He was great as a true freshman last year. I think he's going to do great. We have some good young tight ends. It's amazing how young Penn State is, and I love it. Oh, uh, we're, we're, yeah. d- we're digging into weird territory if you start bringing up age yeah. again. Ooh, okay, all right. Jumping right back out of that deep hole. Um, offensive line, we're going to have a couple question marks, but overall I think I think it'll be pretty decent for Penn State standards at least. Um, on defense, Micah Parsons may be in the running for the best linebacker in the country. 
the dude's a fucking baller, um, especially with guys like Ellis Brooks and Cam Brown, Jan Johnson uh, around him. Uh, Safety is probably going to be our biggest question mark uh, all around this year. Just not sure who it's going to be opposite Garrett Taylor. It might be Lamont Wade. It might be Jaquan Brisker, who was a transfer cornerback. Guys like John Reed, um, Tariq Castro-Fields. It's going to be a good time all around. Um, Josh, do you have anything you want to say about Penn State? Because I feel like I could talk about this for six hours, and I really want to, but I figured probably wouldn't be great for the podcast. No. <laughs> uh, uh, y- y- you guys' Primanti Brothers is weird. It is real weird. Did yeah. you, do we go to that? When you came down? Oh, I feel like we did for like a second. Did we? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, I think we went and then we all left. Did we? I don't remember. I don't either. I don't remember that. Time. We went to a bunch too of much. Yeah, that was my 21st birthday. I don't remember yeah. much. Good. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's not talk about that one on the podcast. Um, <laughs> moving on, Washington at number 13. I have all the trust in the world in Chris Peterson, uh, their head coach, um, in making them a top uh, fucking Christ, Pac-10 favorite. Um, they have Jacob Eason starting at quarterback this year, who was a top quarterback, played for Georgia, lost out to Jake Fromm back in the day. Back in the day, it was like a fucking year and a half ago. I like how you pointed at me like I was going to know who Jake Fromm was. I talked about him like out to Jake Fromm. I, I talked about him like two minutes ago. No, but I mean, like, I, I, like, I don't oh, know his enough. history. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think he's the best quarterback they've had at Washington since... I've been a conscious watcher of football, um, so I'm going to ask a really ignorant ass question right yeah, now. Absolutely, I love those. Are we talking Washington State or DC? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing: Washington State is different from the University of Washington, but it's still in the state of Washington. Yeah, it's been like when you're yeah. referring to Washington. Yeah, we're talking about a college within the state of Washington. The only Washington school in Washington, D.C. is George, George Washington, Washington, I think. Yeah. I don't think there's other Washington schools named Washington in Washington. D.C. Washington. <laughs> <laughs> what if there was uh, George Washington Carver University? That would be and fucking dope. All their all majors were peanuts. just peanut butter? <laughs> <laughs> all you learn is how to grow fucking peanuts, peanut butter make studies. peanut butter, <laughs> fucking... Other stuff you can do with peanuts that I don't Yo, know. Yo, bro, did you major in crunchy or smooth? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that should be a TV show. That should be a TV show. Yeah. There anyway. was... All right, so hear me out on this. There was a TV show back in the day called The Proud Family. Yeah, yeah. And there was like a movie they had where... They went on this fucking island, and there was, like, peanut people Yep. with George Washington Carver. Yeah. I cannot remember a single aspect of that show other than that peanut fucking episode, and I think about that a lot. I always think about there was an episode where I forget how, but the dad got stuck up in a tree with a bunch of birds, like, huge. Actually, it might have been the movie. might have been the movie. Anyway, it doesn't matter. There was a scene where he needed to start a fire, and he didn't have anything to start a fire with, 
So you put a bunch of sticks together, and then you said, my mama always said my ankles were ashy enough to start a fire, and then just started rubbing <laughs> his ankles together. <laughs> started a fire? I think about that shit all the time. Damn. All the time. That's a think- great joke that I'm sure seven-year-old Corwin had no idea what was I going don't, on. I, I know I didn't get it for a while. I um, am very white. I'm sure I didn't know what the word ashy meant back then. I also remember that being my first exposure to Alicia Keys. Because she was, uh, oh my god, yeah, yeah. She, she was. What was the girl? The main girl's name, Penny Proud. Sure, dude. right? Uh, like that was her, like, like her fairy godmother was fucking Alicia Keys, and I was like, yeah, Alicia. Um, god damn. And yeah, I remember the. I remember all. I remember all what all the kids looked like, but I don't remember their names anymore. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. Yeah, there was the the short kid They're with the do rag and the glasses. There was the the uh, black girl with the blonde hair. There was the really nerdy white chick with the red hair and glasses and the braces. Yeah. They're remaking that show. That's a crime. That was a great show. Yeah. I just remember those fucking peanut people. They looked like peanuts, so that dude must have been just nutting in actual peanuts. Oh, hell yeah. You know that's what he's about. All right. So where were we? (laughs) Not talking about people fucking peanuts. That's for sure. I miss I miss like early two thousands like TV shows and like late night like I remember, I miss Rugrats the only Jewish cartoon I grew up with. <laughs> was it Jewish? Yeah, they had a Hanukkah special. Really? Yeah, yeah, no man. Kidding. They had a Passover special. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, they was Jewish. I was into like Cat Dog, Angry Beavers. Oh yeah, no, I remember those too. But and it was great like... having it was great having one because like the the grandparents were old Russian immigrants, <laughs> old Russian Jews, and like. I, I recognize this so much. Did you watch Codename Kids Next Door? Of course I did with that, that bald-ass nine-year-old. Exactly. There was a Jewish kid in that. There was? Yeah. I feel like the tubby dude, number two. Oh, the aviator dude? Yeah. I feel like he was Jewish. I need to rewatch that show. Yeah. I missed that show. That was fucking great. Kids Next Door. Kids right, Next I'm Door. All right. I'm going to pull that up on my laptop. I'll look it up while, while you keep going. This. I think you just did number... I think we just got off of Penn State. Um, we just got off of Washington. We just got off of Washington State. Um, Washington University of Washington. We just Washington got off of State. University of Washington State. <laughs> Washington State is probably my favorite one on here. They're in the top twenty-five. They're my favorite little tidbit I wrote. Uh, so next up, number fourteen is where we were. I'm on Utah University of possibly the best defense in the country after that voice crack. Um, I think Utah is the dark horse of dark horses. And I could absolutely see them being the surprise Cinderella story of the year. And that's all I got to say on them. Um, Texas A&M at number 15. Texas S&M, BDSM. Jimbo Fisher in College Station. Jimbo Fisher? Is their head coach name, yeah. Please tell me that was your other your other baseball name. No. Oh, it my God. It gets better. Dude, if Jimbo Fisher sounds like the dude that would have been on the Oakland A's with Raleigh Fingers. Yes. Jimbo Fisher. And Jimbo Fisher comes in to re- in relief of Raleigh Fingers. I feel like as his Catfish nickname- Hunter's night is already yeah, done. Yeah, I was just gonna say his nickname should have been Catfish. It's fucking great. That's great. Oh God. Okay, keep going. Um. Yeah. So Jimbo's coaching in College Station <laughs> now. Um. I'm more cautious than I am optimistic when it comes to being cautiously optimistic. It's a wonderful sentence. Their quarterback name is Kellen Mond. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, he's a jag. He's just a guy. I'm not excited about <laughs> he's this. He's a jag. <laughs> yeah, he's just a guy. Uh, I'm not excited for Texas A&M in the slightest. I really don't care about this team, so I'm not going to talk about them. Next up, we got Auburn. This is where we talk about 80 grade names. 
Their defensive line has multiple first-round talents. I need to actually pull up the names of the two offensive linemen because they're pretty great. I'm going to make you cut that out because I totally dropped the mic when I was saying it. So I'm actually going to look up their defensive line names uh, at Auburn because they're so great. You know what? This is just a great team. I don't know how it's going to work out for them, but the shoulders, or I'm sorry, their Tell season, me about those shoulders. Yeah, their season rests on the shoulders of their true freshman quarterback, whose name is Bo Nix. Bo Nix. Okay. That's an 80-grade SEC quarterback name right there. Bo Nix. Bo Nix. Like, if you picture the prototypical 18-year-old hotshot quarterback walking into a southern school with blonde flowing hair down to his shoulders and just the shittiest attitude imaginable. What do you think it would be? Because I absolutely think it would be Bo Nix. That's a strong option. Um, I don't know. I'm with it. Bo Nix. I think it's an 80-grade name. It's a good name. Um, let me see. It's no Jimbo Fishman or whatever the fuck it was. Jimbo Fisher? Jimbo Fisher. See, I made I, it Jewish. I've heard that name Jimbo Fisher so much that it just doesn't it doesn't affect me in any way. Jimbo Slice Fisher. It I mean sure. All right, these names of their defensive linemen aren't nearly as good as I thought they were, but fucking whatever. Um, let's see what where they go. Uh, Nick Coe, Derek Brown, Dontavious Russell, Marlon Davidson. Man, whatever. Those are average names. I always just thought Coe was a cool name. Yeah, all right. All right, so let's move on. Next up, who do we got? Oh, fuck. We got Iowa. Bunch of fucking Hawkeye corn-fed kids. They got... Uh, you know what's sad? What's up? My basic geography skills. Yeah. Because I always confuse Iowa and Idaho. Yeah, that one's bad. In my mind, they're the same. Where's place. Iowa? Tell me where Iowa's. Is it? This is gonna be. I, I genuinely don't know. Is it gonna be? It's got to be near Idaho because it's all like the Midwest. You know, Iowa's totally Midwest, right? Correct. I wouldn't say uh, Idaho is Midwest. Well, no, Idaho is all the way over by like. Doesn't it border like Oregon and all that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like right over there. Um, it's like north, northwest, I guess, is Idaho. I mean, like um, Iowa, is it by Kentucky or Kansas, y- Kentucky, whichever one's farther away? Y- yes, it's kind of close to Kansas. Kansas. Would you like to see a, a U.S. map? Yeah, yeah. Show me. So th- that's Iowa. It's that close? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was closer to Wyoming. Yeah. No. You can grab it if you want. No, this is fine. Um, For those of you that don't know, Iowa is just south of Minnesota, west of Illinois, east of Nebraska, and north of Missouri. So it's kind of in the northeastern edge of the Midwest. Idaho is basically on the west coast and is probably the same distance from Iowa as, like, Pennsylvania is to Iowa. Which one do you think is more relevant? Iowa, for sure. Really? I would say Idaho is the least important state less important than north dakota Ooh, that's very fair 
Because uh, Idaho are, does have all the potatoes. Yep, they are ranked 49th in my list of important <laughs> states, uh, with North Dakota being... What about South Dakota? South Dakota, they got Mount Rushmore. They got that one city. Yeah, but Mount Rushmore city. isn't even finished. Yeah, but they got that one city, though, that I don't... Sioux Falls, Rapid City. There's got to be a different city. Well, fuck it, whatever. They have two cities on but the what's map. What's in Iowa? Because Idaho at least has potatoes and Field of Dreams. You just said that Idaho is not home of the Field of Dreams. That's yeah, Iowa. That's Iowa? Yeah. I thought that was Idaho. No, it's Iowa. Are you serious right now? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Damn. All right. Did you see Bernie Sanders hit a single on the Field of Dreams? You're goddamn right I did. He is 77 years old. He does not look it. Hey. Go Jews. Yeah, gang, dude. gang. Those New York Jews. He's not even from New York. He's from fucking Vermont. No, I think he's from New York. I think he's, he he's just the, the senator of Vermont. New, Vermont. Yeah, because yeah, I know he was the mayor of Burlington back in the day. Um, Man, this is fucking full of some tangents today. This is real. Yeah, he's, he's born in Brooklyn. Dope. He's six feet tall. That's a big guy. Damn, I didn't think he was that tall. Yeah, right? Probably lost a few inches because of that, 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 that old man slump. Oh, for sure. Let's get back on topic because this has been a shit show of an episode. Why? And I love it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Iowa, man, they got uh, their offensive and defensive lines have arguably the best tackle and edge rusher prospect in the 2020 draft. And you already know they're going to have an upset at Kinnick Stadium this year. It's probably going to be Penn State, and I'm going to cry, but fuck it. It be how it do, you know? It be how it do? It be how it do, baby. All right, Walmart brand Oscar Gamble. (laughs) I am Walmart brand Marshawn Lynch. Thank you very much. Nah. Nah, because he's the one who says that quote. Sure. Whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, next up at 18, we have UCF. I will give you a dollar if you can tell me what that stands for. University of Central Florida. Yep. You win a dollar. Give me. I don't have a dollar on me Suck when I go to my back. car. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay. That's worth a dollar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hello. group. worth a dollar. <laughs> Oh, man. So, hello, group of five. Uh, They probably won't go undefeated this year like they did in the past, but they'll win enough games to be the the team in the New York Six Bowl for the group of five. Uh, I've got nothing else to fucking say about them. Cool. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Then, here we go. Washington State University. Uh, Not University of Washington, like Josh thinks. Um, So, their head coach, Mike Leach, is teaching a class on football and warfare. And he's teaching it with a former senator. Um, this basically just cements his status as my favorite coach in follow, uh, college football. And it brings a complete new meaning to his air raid system. If you guys don't know who Mike Leach is, he's one of the greatest coaches ever. He invented air raid. Um, he's an absolute screwball. And I love him. Um and man, Washington State actually is going to be pretty damn good this year. I probably should put them higher ahead of like UCF, maybe ahead of like Iowa, around there. Move them up a little bit, but fuck it, whatever. All we need is Mike Leach in this group. Next up, we got Michigan State, Josh's favorite non-Penn State school. Woo. Uh, I'm not blown away by Michigan State in any way. I think Brian Lewerke is. They ain't blown also away by you. What? They ain't blown away by you. Yeah, that's fair. Penn State hasn't beaten him in several years, and that upsets me. Um, (laughs) Fuck off. But their coach, Mark D'Antonio, always coaches up his team to be greater than the sum of its parts. Um, He really is an underrated coach. He is a fantastic guy as well. I've met him. 
Um, but yeah, they'll make a splash upset at some point in the season, and that's enough to be in the top 25. Next up, we have G- uh, fucking Wisconsin, uh, not the University Wisconsin. of Wisconsin. Uh, no, because I was reading ahead, and just I shouldn't do that with how poorly I can speak. So I this prefer is, to, I prefer to believe you're going to say Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. uh, the University of Wisconsin in Madison. Uh, this is the Jonathan Taylor show as we watch him try to reach 2,000 rushing yards for the third consecutive season. Um, match that with a good O-line of a bunch of white dudes and a good linebacking group of a bunch of white dudes. Penn State is just a white quarterback away from the Big Ten Championship game. Penn State or Wisconsin? I said Wisconsin. Or I said Penn State. I meant Wisconsin. Okay, yeah. Josh, look me in the eyes. I suck at words. Understood. Yeah. There's a good reason why I wasn't on Sports Trebuchet last night. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't invited. No shit, I wasn't. I'm okay with it. Um, Next up, you want to take any guess at who it is? I'm bored. What number are we even on? 22. Shut the fuck up, Alexa. Um, 20, 20, 20, I don't, uh, um. Very smart school. West Hard. Coast in the Pac-12, known for their athletics and academics. Uh, Stanford. Yes. Uh, the Stanford Cardinal. Great offensive line, good quarterback. Like Notre Dame, this Lush is who Stanford. Lips. What? He gone. What'd you say? Uh, you, you, can, you can listen back to it later. And find I, I don't want to do that, though. It's the moment's past, man. All right, fuck it. Um, like Notre Dame, this is who Stanford is. Good O-line, good quarterback, some decent tight ends. They're a dark horse for Pac-12 championship. Um, their head coach, David Shaw. I want to say it's David Shaw. I know it's David Shaw. It is no, David it's Shaw. actually DeBrickashaw. DeBrickashaw. <laughs> DeBrickashaw Ferguson. Um, fantastic coach. I hope he leaves for the NFL this year just because I'm tired of him being hidden away at Stanford and I want to see him do great things for the Jets after they fire Adam Gase. Um, so, yeah, moving on. Mississippi State at 23. Tommy Stevens plus Joe Moorhead. Old Mississippi State? Old Missi- not Old Mississippi State. <laughs> Tommy Stevens <laughs> plus Joe Moorhead equals Joe- Corwin needs some new shorts. Joe Moorhead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So he was the offensive coordinator at Penn State for like two years. And those were the two years where Penn State's offense was like unfucking stoppable. Um, and I miss him dearly. Um, so he had Penn State's backup quarterback transfer there. So what you're saying is that you want to get He's starting for them head. this year. I want more head from Joe. I want more head from Joe so badly. Um, I love this team. I am not even a closet Mississippi State fan anymore. Like, I am all aboard the Bulldog train. I will root <laughs> for them <laughs> to no end as long as Joe Moorhead's coach. I love them. Um, yeah, now we have Miami. And this is when we get to talk about Tate Martell. My boy Tatham. Mad we've talked about, name. I, th- I feel like we've talked about Tatham in the past. He was the Ohio State quarterback who was on the QB1 show. That transferred because he didn't win the job. And then he went to Miami and didn't win the job. And he threw a tantrum on Twitter because he didn't win the job. And his sister's some Instagram celebrity that everyone makes fun of him for because she's hot and everyone wants to bang her. This dude... Should not be on Twitter <laughs> because, my God, does he get so fucking butthurt. I uh, love it. Comp him to Trump. Um, He's about as whiny as Trump. 
I wouldn't. He doesn't go on like the same rampages that Trump does, um, but he's just as whiny. Okay. I really like him. I think he's hilarious, uh, and I think he's a pretty good quarterback. I just love how much the internet and Reddit especially hate him. His real name is Tatham, and once Reddit got a hold of that information, oh, it's it's bad news for him on there. He should not go to that website. But yeah, Tatham is the backup in Miami. I'm starting to think that with Manny Diaz, Miami is turning into the U of like 99 to 2002 again, which I fucking love. I love what he's doing in South Beach. I love how he's recruiting players, having like big name guys transfer in. I am pumped to see Miami just be a bunch of fucking dick slingers and just rubbing their nuts across college football again. If anyone hasn't seen the 30 for 30 documentaries called uh, The You, Part 1 and Part 2, and Catholics vs. Convicts, you absolutely should, just so that you know about this college football team. Also, a shout out to Michaela Owens. Hey, uh, Michaela. She's a lawyer now. Almost. Almost a lawyer now. Taking the bar this, this summer. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Best best wishes from everyone at Two Sing the Numbers. All two of us. Yes. All of our listeners, be nice to Michaela. Write nice things about her on it. I was going to say constantly Instagram, remind her that The Rock is one. famous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can we tell that story at the end of this? Yeah. All right. At 25, we have Iowa State. Matt Campbell almost was a Jets head coach. He's the best head coach in college football that nobody really knows. And I don't say that lightly. Nobody, nobody knows who this guy is. Um, but he puts together just extremely well-disciplined, uh, surprising teams. Love him. Um, it would be a shame not to have him in the top 25. But that's it. That's my list. Uh, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma, LSU, Texas, Florida, Oregon, Michigan, Notre Dame, Penn State, Washington, Utah, the Utes, Texas S&M, Texas BDSM, Texas A&M. Auburn, Iowa, UCF, Washington State, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Stanford, Mississippi State, Miami, and Iowa State. What now, Josh? You want to tell that story? You got anything else you want to add to this? Uh, it's a short story. My, our, our friend Michaela Owens went to uh, University of Miami. And for anyone who does not know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson also went to University of Miami. She was a cheerleader there, and um, they were there early for uh, uh, football camp. I guess the cheerleaders just practice at the same time as the football players, because why not? And Dwayne had showed up to, like, work with the guys for, like, I don't think, like, a week, maybe? Some shit like that? Yeah, he probably did a thing at camp. For, yeah. You know, and uh, And so he, he, like, introduced himself to all the cheerleaders, hung out with them for a little bit. And then a few, like, months later some shit, Fast and Furious 6 came out, because I think it was the first one that had Dwayne the John- Rock Johnson in it. And... Um, he comes on the screen. My friend Michaela is watching this movie with all her friends, and she goes, "I know him." And all her friends are like, "Yeah, Michaela, everyone knows him. <laughs> That's The Rock." And she goes, "No, I met him the other day. Is he famous?" And they were like, "You met Dwayne The Rock Johnson?" She goes, "Yeah, I guess." And they go, "Yeah, he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood." She was like, "Oh, oops." <laughs> I love how she was concerned about not, like, she met some dude. Clearly, if he's starring in Fast and the Furious, he's famous, and she still just didn't understand. I love Michaela. Michaela's great. Michaela had the weirdest-ass freshman year, because yeah. like, she was in that Rick Ross music video. Yeah. 
She um she went on a date with a player from the Miami Heat. It drives me nuts how cool her life is and how cool she is because of it. Such a great person. Such yeah. a genuinely great person. Like all the stereotypes of like girls who go to Miami and cheerleaders from Miami. It's not a great stereotype. It's amazing how she is the almost exact opposite. Yeah. Except for I mean, she's still super hot. Whatever. Just sweetheart of a girl. Yeah. Super smart. Super. Ask dope. her out already, Corwin. Jeez. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I said mean things about her to start because I made fun of her for not knowing The Rock. And now I'm just kind of like trying to claw my way back into neutral territory. Well, the real question is, Corwin, uh, can you smell what The Rock is cooking? <laughs> Nobody can smell what The Rock is cooking. And I never watched WWE, that. so yeah. that's all I know about The Rock. Yeah. Uh, I also know he wore a fanny pack for a while there in the 90s. Yeah. 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 We should get him on here. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hit up his agent. Maybe we can get him and Kevin Hart since Kevin Hart basically just follows him around. I just would love to have a movie. It doesn't have to be anything. It could just be a movie about nothing where <laughs> Dwayne The Rock the Johnson movie. yeah, just wears a backpack that Kevin Hart sits in. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, God, I want that. That'd be great. I never knew how much I wanted that until I thought about it. Made it up. No, yeah, I want it. yeah, just just a little pocket Kevin Hart. Uh, anything else you want to talk about today? Nah, man, that is it. That is it. Uh, check out uh, my appearance on Sports Trebuchet once again. Great guys over there. We had a really good time. Very, very nice dudes. Um, you can check that out pretty much anywhere you find podcasts, as the saying goes. Um, uh, and yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at Juicing Pod. You can hit us up via email at juicingthenumbers at gmail.com. You can find uh, show notes as I slowly backdate them um, at juicingthenumbers.wixsite.com slash website. And uh, until Thursday, y'all have a good one. Bye.